Welcome to Smart Finance 360, the podcast where money matters meet innovative thinking. Every week, we dive deep into the world of finance, exploring trends, debunking myths, and bringing you the latest insights from industry experts. Whether you're a seasoned investor, a financial newbie, or somewhere in between, this is your go-to source for becoming financially savvy. Welcome to another episode of Smart Finance 360. I have Axel Luna here. He is the owner of the Luna Group and recently now the president of life insurance sales of Platinum Insurance Group. So Axel's done a lot of entrepreneurial work where he works at large corporations and is at the top. And then he starts businesses uh, and, and they get acquired. He has a lot of experience in this sector. So tell us a little bit about your journey with yeah. that, by the way, so yeah. you focus a lot on life insurance. We'll get, we'll we'll get into life insurance, but right now, what is kind of how did it all happen? Yeah, I always like to know. You didn't grow up as a little kid. You're a great baseball <laughs> player. Probably want to be an MLB player, but you didn't yeah. think I'm going to be, you know, insurance, yeah. um, life insurance, uh, you know, rock star. Yeah, dude, I'm impressed that you remember that I used to play baseball. I, dude, I, if we go, we go way back. Yeah, ago, we were grinders in our early twenties early 20s and we experienced being poor we've experienced not being successful and then sometimes i think it was like success overnight almost at the same mm-hmm. time so same timeline as you it's been fun mm-hmm. um but yes i great baseball player yeah man restarting and then building getting to the top yeah man no that's crazy now that you say hey we 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 go back man i remember we go back it's probably almost 10 years now man and I remember when I had first started at New York Live. You were, yeah, dude, it's close. Yeah, close. I remember we started a little networking group. We were all trying to figure stuff out, and, and this day that was one of my favorite networking groups. It was small; it was only about yeah. nine of us. Yeah, but we helped each other so much. That was eight or nine. Mm-hmm. I remember the day that that was over. I actually took a picture. I gotta find it. But are I, you serious? I took it like last one, and I was like, oh, and I think it also you were leaving the company too, so we weren't mm-hmm. gonna use that. But it was that was a really fun. Yeah. To you know, sometimes in small numbers, if you really have each other's backs, you can definitely get to the next level by helping yeah. each other out. And that was a fun group of same age, yeah. same goals, and all these guys. You know, I should have them all on this podcast because all yeah. of them are now just they did. They we we had the same momentum. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we yeah. go back. Yeah, definitely quality over quantity in that group. But that was awesome, man. So uh, going back to where I started, do you want me to talk about when I started my professional career and what yeah. led me yeah, to how you got into life it. insurance? Yeah, let's, okay. let's, yeah. So similar to you, right? I wanted to be a dentist. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Didn't we all in Utah? Like, yeah. A Utah thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I, I think it was just that that notion of, oh, I want to be a doctor, a lawyer, and make a ton of money. And then um, I'm like, hey, let's uh, – I hate – like blood and I hate this and I hate that. And I don't certainly don't want to go to school for 14, 15 years or whatever. So I'll just pick a happy medium and go be a dentist. Right. So all my life, dude, that's what I told myself. I'm going to be a dentist. It's going to be a dentist. And then I graduate high school and I, um, went to the DATC to get, I think it was like my dental, assistant or yeah, whatever. Yeah, a good way to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So get, get my foot in the door, help me pay through college and so on and so forth. Well, dude, well, I start learning about this. I'm like, dude, I don't really like this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't really like people with poor hygiene. I don't like like dealing with blood and all that nasty Still blood jazz. like I think so. Yeah, dude. So I'm just like, you know what? Like, this isn't for me, right? So I have a buddy that owns a mattress store and he's like, hey, come work for me as the delivery boy. 
And he's like, and you can bring uh, some of your buddies too, and I'll pay you a little bit of money. And, and I'm like, sure, I'll just, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'll just do this. <laughs> Dude, it was like, I don't know if to this day it was like the funnest job, but I think it really was because – Dude, it was me and my buddy, dude. Um, we'd jump in the box truck, and we would just pretty much hang out and go deliver mattresses. Good time. Stop by Maverick, yeah. grab a drink, stop by Little Caesars, and share a float pizza <laughs> on the box truck. Dude, I remember one time I was pulling out of a neighborhood, and dude, here, here I am, an 18-year-old kid, yeah. right, driving a box truck. I'm pulling out of a neighborhood. I don't realize that you need to make wide turns, right? Dude, I go over the curb. I hit a freaking electricity pole. Oh, my God. Knocks the thing over, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm just going to act like I didn't see that, and I just pretty much just drive away, <laughs> dude. Uh, and, dude. Uh, Young kids, it, fun job. Yeah, dude. So hit uh, – electrical pole i can't tell you how many trash cans i hit oh. uh we were constantly getting calls saying hey your delivery guy uh hit our trash can he just drove off and dude long story short it was a blast um my biggest memory from that was uh me and my buddy one time uh had to deliver a mattress to sundance oh. a ski resort dude we had no idea where it was at we literally didn't get there until like 11 p.m at night Dude, it was snowing so bad. The freaking box truck was getting stuck. And then, uh, obviously, those houses, for the most part, are second homes. So we get to the the, the cabin. Dude, it was like midnight. It was snowing. <laughs> snowing like crazy. Dude, they left us a note. Hey, go through the garage, dude. We haul in this big king-size mattress. And we walk in, dude. And there's this huge uh, buffalo um what is it called when they uh when they like dry them out yeah yeah, yeah, yeah and they yeah. stop it we're just like oh man like what is this because you walk right in this yeah. big Boom. buffalo dude we're like oh my gosh and then dude we we leave it there and it's like midnight dude we were so tired i told my buddy i'm like dude maybe we just sleep here for the night <laughs> luckily we didn't laying on the mattress in front of the buffalo yeah 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 yeah, yeah. in this huge mansion <laughs> sundance but somehow we we were like no let's not do that let's just take off so we get back in the box truck and drive as slow as we can and then make it back at like 1 a.m. But yeah, dude, that was probably my favorite memory about that. But after that, um, my, my friend was like, Hey, like, why don't you try selling mattresses? You know how to deliver them. That's easy. But I mean, maybe you can sell them. Let's give it a shot. Taught me how to sell mattresses became really, really good at it. I think I found a passion, uh, in meeting people and connecting with them, learning about them and, and their interests and, becoming a friend uh, to them. And I think that's really what initiated my career in sales on the sales. Yeah. Yeah. So then I became really good at selling mattresses. Um, And then that mattress store actually went out of business. And then I said, man, I don't know what I'm, what I'm going to do. I said, well, I know I'm really good at selling. I know I can sell mattresses really well. Um, And then I uh, submitted an application at RC Willie was hired on, and then for a few years, dude, I was a pup, um, was the top mattress sales guy at the store several years in a row, and then was um, lucky enough to become the trainer for uh, Tempur-Pedic in my store. So oh, that's cool. Uh, I had the opportunity to fly out to New Mexico and uh, go to the Tempur-Pedic ma- mattress factory, learn about the product, come back, and share it with everyone at the store. 
Um, but I quickly realized, dude, I hate working nights. I hate working weekends. Schedules. Like, don't get me wrong, man. I don't mind working, yeah. but I did not want to do the nights and weekend things when I had children, right? If I wanted to uh, leave for a little bit and take my daughter to soccer or um, wanted to take a trip or whatever it is, like, dude, I wanted to do that. I don't want to wake up early for Black Friday because that's our big sell. Biggest sell, yeah. Yeah. So I quickly said, you know what? Um, before I get into this too deep, um, maybe I should take my talents elsewhere. And um, I looked at different things, but I mean, this is sounds so lame, dude. But uh, you know me, I yeah. love cars, dude. Yes, absolutely Big love car cars. Um, and I, I, I was reading a ton of books and listening to podcasts. Um, and they said, Hey, don't take advice from someone you wouldn't trade shoes with. Right. So as stupid as this sounds, um, I started kind of looking around and saying, okay, who, who has the coolest cars in town? Right. And it seemed like it was the real estate guys, the mortgage guys, the insurance guys and the financial You're seeing planners. a theme here. Yeah. The guys that deal with money are the guys that have the cool cars. And and ever since I was a little boy, I always loved cars and had a fascination. Uh, at the same time, I'm thinking of that. I'm like, okay, like, I don't know if I really want to be a real estate agent, mortgage broker. I don't know if I love that. Uh, insurance. I don't know about that. Um, financial planning. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to figure this out. And then um, I was part of a networking group. And I, I used to wear suits like you. Yeah. Uh, but these days I'm now mine's like Monday, Wednesday, Thursday type thing. Yeah. So I, I got my I can't do it every day. No, I good for you, I man. Stuffy. Like good the other you. day I was like it was like two o'clock. Yeah. Like, I can't do this. Yeah. I had to go home. Yeah. But uh, well, yeah. I, I I love suits. I don't wear them as much as I used to, but I still love suits and have yeah. appreciation for a well. You you got me into suits. That's did I really? Yeah. It's oh my gosh, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> you always look so good. I was like. <laughs> Copy that guy. And then now I look like the homeless. And you, nah, you got the good. It's the Utah. You look Utah. The Lululemon. It's the Utah look. So, dude, um, I've always had appreciation for suits and watches and 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 those types of things and maybe a little bit of fashion. And um, I was looking for uh, a custom suit, right? And at this networking group, um, I thought this gentleman uh, that was dressed really, really well made custom suits. Uh, so I approached him and we became friends and turns out he didn't make custom suits. The, the, <laughs> the guy that was there the week before Actually was the custom that. suit yeah, guy yeah. and I mistaken the both of them. Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, long story short, we become really good friends and he's like, oh, I actually do uh, life insurance and retirement planning. And I said, oh, you know what, man? Like um, I do OK where I'm at at RC Willie. Uh, made a little bit of money, dude. I was, I mean, not that it's a lot of money, but when I was 18 or 19, I got pretty close to making six figures. Yeah. It's great for an 18. That's yeah, dude. For yeah, an dude. So I was like, I should probably be responsible at the time. I was just going on trips yeah, and being dumb. Right. So I met with him and I'm like, Hey dude, like I should probably invest into something or help me out, man. And went to his office and this was at New York life. The gentleman's name is Baird Ethington, which Right now, he's like a, a, a top financial advisor for Forbes, yeah. and he's like my older brother, like yeah. really good friends. But at the time, dude, uh, the guy, also a car guy, uh, drove a little simple 
uh, Subaru. Yeah. Um, now he has like a G wagon and a Porsche GT3 911. You kind of fell into like the perfect mentor at that time. Yes, totally, man. And uh, as stupid as cars are, as stupid as watches and pens are, uh, I feel that uh, you connect with people that have similar interests, right? Um, and and him and I had similar interests as well. So I went to his office and had the conversation with him. Hey, man, like I need to uh, do something with my money. And he said, yeah, do do this, this, and this. And I noticed in the parking lot there was a bunch of nice cars. And I said, dang, dude. And I went in his office. The office was beautiful. You had been to that office many times. Um, went in there, met with him. He told me, do this, do that. And I said, you know what? This is what I want to do. Yeah. This was a little over 10 years ago now. I said, this is what I want to do. Uh, uh, so you, you guys are doing life insurance. You guys are doing retirement planning. Like, okay, I love the process. I love what the company stands for. Like, dude, this is what I need to do. And, and his initial reaction was like, I get this is what you want to do. You're 19, 20, uh, 19 or 20. Um, but who are you going to be selling? Who are you going to be helping with life insurance and retirement vehicles? And I was like, don't worry about that, man. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Just give me a shot. And he's like, no, man. All right. I'll, I'll get you a, an interview with the managing partner and we'll go from there. He gets me an interview. And I remember the managing partner still asking me, hey, like, dude, you're like 19 or 20. Have you ever even like paid a utility bill? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, man, I have my own apartment. Like, yeah. like, like, trust me, I'll be good. And he's like, all right, well, my next question is, who are you going to sell to? Like, your friends are 19 or 20. Are they really going to take you that serious? And I'm like, uh, well, like, no, probably not, but just give me a shot, man. I'm a grinder. I'm going to work hard. Just give me a shot, please. Just give me a shot. And he's like, well, it's 100% commission. I have nothing to lose. The only person that has anything to lose is you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, dude, let's rock. He puts me on. First year I did okay. Uh, second and third year um, was top of my class. Uh, became really, really close to being uh, agent of the year several times. And then uh, several years in, uh, won pretty much every award you could possibly think of at New York Life. Uh, and then- So awesome. Dude, yeah. It was crazy. Like I think about it. Dude, I was like 22, 23 years old at the time. Um, well, it's crazy because you have nothing to lose at that point. A lot of people don't understand that. Like, hey, like I, I tell people all the time, they're like, well, I don't want my age to make it so I can't get earn business. And I'm like, really? listen, if you are sharp and you know your stuff, people sense that way different compared to an age. So if you're in your early really? 20s and you're like driven and you're like, know your stuff. Yeah. People see that. They sense yeah. that. So they saw that immediately from you. Um, it's just incredible. So y- you do that. You have a great journey over there, and then now you come over and you start your own your own group. Yep. And now you are officially the president yep. of Life Insurance yep. Sales at um, Platinum Insurance. Correct. Platinum Insurance, Correct. huge company. So congratulations. Yep. Thanks, man. Tell me a little bit about kind of let's get into some of the life insurance questions that people have. A lot of people don't even know where to start. Totally. How? Let's say I'm 27, 28 years old, making a lot of money, but I don't know where to go. What what yep. what what helps going right into life and search insurance? Yeah. yeah, no, I love that. Great question. Um, what I like to tell everybody is there's no um, cookie cutter approach to this. I know that there's a lot of people out there that say, "Hey, 
buy term, invest the rest. Like, sure, I get, I get it. But that's really a cookie cutter approach. One size fits all. And uh, I'm not a believer in that at all. Uh, my approach is very bespoke. It's, Hey, let's talk to you, Mr. And Mrs. Client, and let's learn about your financial situation. What are your goals? Uh, what are your financial goals? Where are you at today? And where do you want to be? And then we come up with a plan to help you get there. And more specifically, when it comes to life insurance, a 27 year old that's making great money, I'm going to ask him additional questions like, um, tell me about, um, are you married? Do you have any kids? Do you currently have life insurance? If something happened to you tomorrow, what would, uh, what would happen and what would you like your life insurance to do for you, right? And then from there, we can kind of navigate. If he's making too much money for, say, for example, a Roth IRA, then we have some really cool options with something called permanent life insurance where he can take his money put it into this vehicle, it grows tax-free, um, and then when he pulls it out, it's also tax-free. It's, um, it's it's actually incredible that a lot of people, like I in the past, I don't know, late 20s, I had no idea. I had no idea what it was. I only knew about term. I was like, oh, there's term. Yeah. I get this term policy, which you absolutely should get. Totally. And I'm, if I pass away, something, you know, uh, someone will take care of. Like yep. My wife will be taken care of. Yep. But there's so much more that I didn't know, and that's why uh, – tell me a little bit about the diversification piece because you have a great analogy on focusing like it's like a pie. You, you're you not just going to invest here, but there's different ways to invest. Oh, what are kind of the options of people that can invest on? You, you mentioned yes. Roth IRA. You mentioned uh, um, some other insurance yep. policy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of things yeah so again, I'm a huge believer in, in diversification. Um uh, what we do at Platinum Insurance Group is we specialize in protecting our clients' assets as well as their money and growing a bucket of money that they're like, hey, this is my safe bucket. So when it comes to fixed assets, I don't think there's a better place than, than to come with us. The, the reason being is because we have a ton of experience uh, and we're a brokerage. So meaning we have contracts with every carrier you could possibly think of. That helps. I, I would say about 98% uh, of carriers out there we have a contract with. Um, now that being said, we can take a more, um, fiduciary approach to it saying, okay, what is the best policy for our client? We're not just selling one product and, and, and trying to shove it down a client's yeah. throat. Which, you're basically, you're catering it to the unique individual, which is actually perfect for you. Cause that's, you, you love, you love getting to know people and ask totally. to help them. Totally. So that fits perfectly. So. I like that about having diversification yeah. you know, to help people just navigate. What's what's the biggest point that I try to tell people is like, just don't do it yourself. Like it's so much research, like yeah. the amount of hours and testing and things that you have to do. Like mm. if they just reach out to you, they're going to be able to get a really good blueprint. And and one thing you mentioned before this is I loved, you said something about defensive versus offensive totally. investing. Tell me kind of the totally. difference between those two. Great question. So again at, at platinum insurance group we're really good at the defensive planning side of things right so this is hey if everything goes um if everything goes south right we're here to back you up right if you die prematurely um if if you become ill right um if the market crashes right we're good at protecting you uh, on the so that's what we call defensive, defensive planning right gotcha. now there's something called offensive planning this is something we do not do at Platinum Insurance Group. This is what you find at like a Fidelity and Edward Jones, North right? Northwestern Mutual. Uh, Northwestern Mutual, Bank. yeah. Someone that um, is securities licensed, if you will, right? Yeah. So they specialize in that type of thing. So like the stocks, uh, bonds, 
mutual funds. So again, I think a, a proper financial portfolio should be built up of different professionals, right? Uh, also bringing in a, a CPA and accountant to make sure you're not tipping the government on your taxes, if you will. <laughs> no one likes to do that. But again, if you are doing it yourself, um, if you're just going through a cookie cutter approach on TurboTax, if you're someone that makes a, a good amount of income, dude, you should not be messing with that at all. You need to hire a CPA and accountant to look at your taxes. Like, dude, um, you would be, I'm sure a similar situation for you. It's you, crazy. you take two people that are tax professionals, someone who is just like, let's say a bookkeeper and someone who's actually a CPA full-time account. Dude, there is night and day difference on how they're going to structure your 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 business how they're going to do your taxes uh talk about uh different tax strategies um again to to mitigate taxes no one wants to tip the government yeah. so again proper diversification we're good at defensive planning then we have the edward jones fidelity guys offensive that guys. are offensive right and then and then something that i'm a firm believer in that i think everyone should also have in their portfolio is real estate i mean yeah. that is something that's super important it's huge uh bringing in guys like you and, and real estate agents that specialize in um real estate planning which in my opinion i think real estate is more um, not only offensive, but it also has defensive components to it. Cause in the long run, you're always going to be good. Yeah. I always try to tell people like, try at least in your portfolio to have one rental property. Totally. It's it, imagine having this paid off in 30 years and then you're just having that tax-free income at that point. So it's, 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 it's really cool to be able to work on that and, uh, and have that portfolio on your income. So, I mean, another thing, last thing I want to ask you real quick, that's been really cool is. You've done it pretty much all in the sales, the entrepreneur world. Right now, you just recently uh, sold the Luna Group, and now you are the president specific in the you know life insurance sales. How has that helped you to be able to just you know is it a change of lifestyle now? Like, what was the difference between like a, like my my point here is for people that are young entrepreneurs that mm -hmm. great young you know small companies, mm -hmm. but they have opportunities to join a large company and socialize what made you make that decision or how did it you know yeah uh, man you? no that's a a great question i believe it was a stepping stone in yeah. in my career uh i think it's certainly going to take me to the next level um i have read a ton of books listened to a ton of podcasts uh there's this gentleman that says the formula to success is um the more problems you solve the bigger problems you solve for more people more frequently is going to result in um, a larger impact. Yep. And us entrepreneurs know the bigger the impact you make, are you getting, are going to equal dollar signs, right? So um, I I believe that if I was to stay within my agency, I can only impact. Uh, if you have anywhere from two thousand to five thousand clients as an insurance agency, you're considered a big agency, right? Um, but now being able to take my knowledge and transfer that to three hundred agents across the country. I mean, you take 300 times that by uh, 3,000 to 5,000 of their own clients. I mean, now we're really able to make a big difference. And um, for me, it was being able to, I think, just feel uh, that I'm reaching my potential, right? And I don't want to say that I felt like I plateaued, but I mean, I don't know, dude. I think having my own practice, I was at a place where I was starting to feel comfortable and complacent. We had gotcha. a ton of clients. Um, had a great team, had some great agents a part of us. And I mean, if I wanted to, I could really just chill and I'd be fine. Right. Yeah. But I think you and I are in that yeah. similar sense where dude, like 
yeah, that's cool, but let's keep growing. Like, what's next? Okay, I got here. We're going to look for the next highest peak, and we're going to figure out a way to Yeah, I, l- I love that because I have the exact same experience as you as far as, uh, uh, you know, I owned a boutique uh, brokerage, but I was putting a lot of energy in. Yeah, I have working on HR today, or I'm working on compliance today. I'm working on recruiting today. I'm working on loans today. It's really nice to be able to specialize in just what I do best yes. and scale that way. So that's been really fun. So yeah. I appreciate you, big man. Uh, thank you so much. Last question I have for you is how can we get a hold of you? How can we yeah. reach out to you? What, what's the best way? Yeah, uh, I would say the best way is um, anyone's more than welcome to shoot me a text. Uh, my phone number is 801-920-7132. Uh, if you give me a call, it's more than likely going to be transferred over to our office. Yeah, you'll still get to you. Yeah, you can still get to me, but probably shoot me a text or shoot me an email at axel at platinuminsgroup.com. And that's A-X-E-L at platinuminsgroup.com. And whatever questions anyone has, I'm always more than happy to, to be a resource. Thanks so much. If you guys want to look into how to be a life insurance agent or learn more about life insurance and how you can diversify your portfolio, Axel's done a lot of transaction, very successful. Dude, thanks for coming on. Yeah, yeah, of course.